Hey, what's up, family? It's Coach Josh. Welcome to the live Q&A of yours. Truly hope you all are doing well. On this Monday, I'm giving y'all another one. I'm excited. I love serving you all through these live Q&As, and I look forward to uh, seeing uh, how I can serve you all to answer your questions. But for those who join me for the very first time, my name is Joshua Ezzi, also known as Coach Josh, and my goal is to help you make sense of your life and to help you grow holistically for God's optimal use. And after watching this video, you're like, man, I like this guy's vibe. Go ahead and subscribe because I would love to be a coach here online. Also, if you want to get your questions answered, you're like, man, I like I like how he really um, um, gives my gives people questions that much attention. Uh, feel free to make sure you hit all post notifications so you'll know when I go live. But for those who've been rocking me for a long time, whether you've been a subscriber for 14 years or 14 minutes or you've been listening uh, for a long period of time or a short period of time, I want to say thank you so much for trusting what God has entrusted in me. And I pray it continues to be tragedy. But as everyone is coming in, as they type their question, let me just let you guys know quickly about some things that I have for you all. Like if you need one-on-one coaching, after watching this video, like, man, I, I need support in my relationship. I need some guidance and some coaching on spiritual development and making my uh, uh, helping me maximize my singleness, discovering, distributing, and developing my purpose or branding, marketing, or getting your book ideas or any idea creatively out there contact me. I would love to be your coach. Also check out my latest book, Facts Over Feelings, a great book to help you process your feelings so that you can get back to fulfilling the purpose and the roles of life that you have. If you're looking for a good book to help you hold the important things well, this book, The Holdings Journal, will be a great tool to help you uh, uh, honestly assess yourself to see your ability to hold. Also check out my other book, The Purpose of Singleness. This book will help you understand the purpose of it and how to maximize it. Dating Prep is another book that will, that will give you a ton of questions um, to help you either end the wrong relationship or extend the right one. If you're struggling with spiritual discernment and you're struggling with determining whether or not this thing in front of you, this person in front of you is from God, this book, Counterfeit a Counterpart, would be a great resource for you. Also, if you're struggling with soul ties and strongholds and you want to learn how to untie and uproot them, this book, The Purpose of Freedom, be a great resource for you. If you have any young person, um, third grade and up, even always college students, um, this book right here would be a great resource um, for them to help them have proverbial points to help guide them down the path that God wants to lead them. And if you're struggling with spiritual warfare, or if you don't know, or you want to better understand the whole armor of God and function in it, this book, World War Me, would be a great resource. We also have merch and ways for you to support this channel, myself, and all that good stuff, all on my uh, website, imunplugged.com. Now, we got people in the building. Let's get right into it. Lanita, what's going on, sis? Good evening. Good evening to you, too. Melissa says, it is 2.12 here in England. Wow, thank you for watching in England. I'm glad that it was enough for you to get up and, and tune in. So if you have any questions, Melissa, definitely chime in. But thank you for joining us all the way from England. Also, let me know where you guys are watching from. I haven't done that in a while. Let me know what city, state, country, whatever that you guys are watching from. B. Ramirez says, hey, coach, do you pray the J-Bez prayer? I think I am familiar. I heard of it, but I'm not familiar of it. And I'm sorry, B. Ramirez, but I'll take a look at it. J-Bez prayer, I've heard of that, but I can't remember. I can't recall at the moment. Sorry about that. Let me just uh, say, hey, Melissa from England. Wow, too. I know. I know. I'm glad. I'm glad that um, um, you see that, that what I offer is a benefit, even for you to get up at 212. So thank you for joining us. Frank Rodriguez says, hey, coach, hope your day has been great. It has been amazing. Thank you. Thank you for asking. What is the best approach to spread the gospel to a family member who claims they're an atheist? I know it's the way we live, but how would I start the conversation? Well, the goal is in the meantime, make sure that you establish in the hope that's in you. Before you can pass hope like dope, you got to make sure your hope is hope. Make sure that you have strong hope so that when a person does ask, you are ready with love to give the truth, right? What I would do in the meantime is 
um, because everything uh, is is predicated as the Holy Spirit is the prerequisite. The Holy Spirit is the one that toils the ground before we plant the seed. So you have to give the Holy Spirit time based upon that person's free will, based upon God's providential timing to be able to cultivate their heart as soil to be receptive of the seed. So as the Holy Spirit, before the Holy Spirit leaves, make sure you read, read up on apologetics, read up um, to make sure that your faith is solid and continue to make sure that your life is readable as a living epistle so that when the Holy Spirit does open the opportunity, you can then give the hope that that's in you, right? So that's the best advice I can give you. And that's how I live my life. The best form of evangelism for me is to live my life and, and to watch, allow people to watch from afar off, but also make sure in the meantime, I am abreast um, to, to, to apologetics. Uh, that means the, uh, the defending of the faith, being able to articulate it and make sure that my faith is so solid that when, it, when, when someone does ask, it, that hope that I give is solid as well and not shaky. Great question. LV says, what's up, coach? Thank you for being available to do these to, to these men. Definitely helped me out uh, with the last few questions that I had. God bless. God bless you, too. My goal is to help the brothers, too, man. Help the brothers. It's, it's difficult out here. It's definitely difficult out here. And it's difficult out here with men and dating and men and relationships and a lot of different things like that. So you're so welcome, my brother. I'm glad there's a blessing to you. Golden Chris says, hey, coach, is it possible to see spirits around? Yeah, it's definitely possible. It's, it's a, a discerning of spirits is a gifting that the Holy Spirit gives certain believers, I think, that are mature and able and sensitive to it. Um, but it is possible to see them. Um, I have that gift of discerning of spirits. The, the gifts that operates in me is word of wisdom, word of knowledge, and the discerning of spirits, the gift of faith is operative in my life a lot. And so um, I've been seeing spirits and demons since I was a kid. Um, and, and so that's just one of those things I think the Holy Spirit wants to me, wants me to be skilled in, but it def, it def, to answer your question, it definitely is possible to do so, but don't ask for it. Um, allow, allow the Holy Spirit to give it based upon your level of maturity, because it's a lot that comes with that. Frank Rodriguez says, Hey coach, hope your day has been great. Okay. Okay. We already answered that. Okay. Katrina says, why is the, uh, what is the top important questions that you need to ask on a first day? Great question. What are some great First question dates to ask. First off, you got to ask certain questions before the date. You got to ask certain questions to God. God, is this, is this even worth my time? Is this is the person for me? Um, Holy, uh, Holy Spirit, show me what I should do in this situation. Those are the first prerequisite questions you need to ask yourself before your first date with a person. Because I always say the first two people you must date often before you date someone is dating God and dating yourself. Dating God means setting date, days and times, dates and times to spend time, right? And in that spending of the time, you become familiar and what it means to be like him, to, to be sensitive to hearing from him and to better understand yourself. So then when you start dating yourself, self-care, right? Self-care leads to self-aware. When you become more self-cared, you become more self-aware and you begin to gauge whether or not you're ready to, to go out on a date, right? Though Those things are very important as a prerequisite before you uh, exit out of your home to go on a date with someone else, right? But if all those things are cleared, all right, by the Holy Spirit, the uh, few questions I think you should ask is, uh, where do you see yourself in 10 years? Because how a person sees himself in 10 years gives you a clue how they see marriage in the next 10 years, how they see um, um, generational uh, setup for success in 10 years. Another question that I would ask is, 
Uh, what are your goals and aspirations? Uh, I will also ask, what are you, what do you, uh, what do you feel like you're here to do uh, in life? Um, uh, ask purpose-focused questions. Before you start asking personal questions, ask purpose-focused questions. Why? Because those give you clues about how that person sees life. It gives them, it gives you an opportunity to see how how much depth that they have with destiny, how much uh, perspective they have with purpose, to be able to see how much they have an understanding about the things of God and stuff like that. So the top questions are more purpose driven questions. I have a book that I that I, I think I have in here. Um, do I have it down? Yeah, Dating Prep will be a great book for you guys. It has a ton of questions. I have a ton of first date questions in there. Let me make sure I show the graphic. This book right here, my friend, will be a great resource for you and anyone interested. It has a ton of questions. It's a book that you can have and a book that they can have. And y'all can be on the same page to see if y'all are on the same page. So there's a ton of questions like, let's see, what's some good questions? There's I have cloud questions, cement questions, and corporation questions. Cloud questions are just your uh, cloud nine questions, stuff to get out the way or whatever to become familiar. Cement questions when a relationship is getting real and it's time to move forward. Corporation questions are engagement and beyond when y'all begin to think about what y'all can build together. But I have a lot of questions on, let me see the different um, breakdowns. I got questions on uh, family tree. Um, also got questions on habits, hobbies, and whatnot. Questions on theology, questions on past, present, and possibilities, and your faves. So I have a ton of questions, over 150 questions in this book, Dating Prep. And I also have a card game that I think will be a fun way to play called Dating Prep. Questions to either see if their answer means it's a go, or if we should slow, or whoa, that's a red flag, or no, white flag, I quit. So Dating Prep, great resource. Uh, you can get all those things available now on my website, IamUnplugged.com. Jody Real says, pray for me. I'm having the hardest battle with sexual temptation. I know it's wrong, but I don't resist like I need to. The thing about, excuse me, let me read it again. <clears throat> Jody Real says, pray for me. I'm having the hardest battle with sexual temptations. I know it's wrong, but I don't resist like I need to. Well, the good thing is, is that you desire to resist, right? The best thing to help you with is in the process of becoming unplugged or untied from that. Number one, you got to make sure you check the root. What is the real root reason of why this thing is in your life in this season? Right. Is it insecurities? Is it is it ego? Is it just what you've been exposed to? Um, what What is it that's contributing to that? Also, you got to begin to examine, do I have supporting systems? Sometimes you have to downgrade your life to upgrade your life. What I mean by that is if you think you're, you might, you might be time to get a flip phone. It may be time to uh, have no internet at home. Uh, maybe it's time, I'm not saying go to that far of extreme, but sometimes you have to downgrade your connecting points until you're elevated to a point to where you can be able to handle those uh, those access uh, points where you're um uh, where things can be tempting for you, right? So what I would do is ask yourself, what is it inside of you that's tainted in you, causing you to be tempted by sexual desires? Number two, I want you to write down a sheet of paper, all of the things, all of the open doors you have that opens you up to watch porn or for, to have sexual temptations. Then I want you to begin to ask the Holy Spirit, how could you downgrade your life to upgrade your life? But most importantly, the best thing that you can do is, 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 is cry out to God, God helped me, God helped me. Help me in this situation and then begin to see, ask God to create around you supporters, accountability people to help you grow. But do not in the mist as you try to resist, cause yourself to be a mist 
a mist, a mist, as I'm thinking something right, um, of all these toxic feelings, fam. Don't not identify yourself with your failures. So I'm going to pray for you right now. Father, thank you so much for my brother, Jody Real. I thank you, Father God. There's nothing that we find ourselves in that you cannot get us out of. We pray for strength in him. We thank you, Father God, that you will surround him with all the support system to get him out of this. Holy Spirit, reveal to him the root reason why he's in this. And we thank you, Father God. He'll see the real enemy of the sin. So he'll be able to see the ways that he can win beyond this moment. I thank you, Father God, for this moment being a, a moment in time where he can say that was one of the moments that really pushed me through. And I thank you for using me in this way, Lord. And Jesus, I'm do pray. Amen. Praying for you, brother. Stephanie Marie says, good evening, coach. Blessing to you and your wife. Thank you. We appreciate it. What prayer can I pray for my future spouse? Um, and what I will say is this, when it comes to praying for your future spouse, um, you got to make sure that your, your, the, the level of passion in your heart is not superseded to a degree that you pray more for he than you do for you him than you do for you, right? And what I mean by that is sometimes we pray so much for a person or we pray so much for a season that we're not preparing for the season. So you got to make sure that you die, uh, that you uh, separate your prayers, dissect your prayers, categorize your prayers by percentages. That the bulk of the percentages of your prayers should be talking to God, venting to God, getting to know God, acknowledging God, um, um, praying for your development, growing in development, um, praying for other people, and then a small percentage every now and then, not even every day, but every now and then that you begin to pray for your spouse. Because it's crazy how we pray so much uh, for our future that we're not preparing for our future. So you got to, you got to, instead of worrying about your prayer requests, start focusing on your preparing uh, uh, um, list. Instead of your uh, uh, prayer request list, uh, start focusing on your preparation list. What are the things I need to prepare on to make sure I'm the spouse that I need to be for your future spouse? Because let me tell you something. You don't necessarily need to pray for your future spouse because your future spouse is already in God's providential will in a space where people are already praying for him. God has already established him. And then and then you don't have to worry too much about him. In the meantime, just focus on developing into being a person unless the Holy Spirit gives you the unction to pray for him. But make sure it's an unction from him and not an unction from yourself. Um, just because of moments of loneliness and stuff right there, you just want to make some more time to pray for him. Hope that helped. And I hope that makes sense. Daughter of Zion 86 says, hey, coach, how do I deal with temptations back to back? It seems like a game. You beat one level, then another one falls. I feel you. I am fighting, but it seems like they keep coming. What's going on? Um, That's training. So it could be training. It could be pruning. And it could be things you've been given access demonically to, right? So, for instance, if you're on if you're on the path of God and you're doing things the right way, you're growing the things that God expect resistance. Resistance develops persistence. Resistance uh, uh, de uh, 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 develops in you the level of, of strength to be able to navigate the next devil on the next level, right? And so you have to ask, is it temptations? Because if it's temptations, then instead of focusing on temptation, you got to focus on the taintedness inside of you. What is it in me is drawing these temptations? Because the Bible says no one who was tempted is, they can say they're tempted of God, for God tempted one the evil. But when every man or woman is tempted, they're tempted by being drawn away by their own lust and being enticed. So you got to say, what is, is it, what is it, 
what is the thing inside of you that's that's drawing the temptations closer to you right then you will begin to see what you need to focus on and begin to say and then you will begin to know what to repent of you will know what to uh talk to god about you will know what to develop systems around you will know what the uh the perspective points that needs to be renewed about that particular thing right and so if it's temptations that's that's something i look on the inside if it's tests Right. If it's just tests out there that is laid out in front of you, those are trainings. Those are tests to help develop you to become your best. Right. And you navigate through those and you fight those things through rest, rested in God, knowing that he fights battles and he equips you to do so. Also, hope to help. Katrina says, what is the top three questions um, you need to ask on the first day as a woman? I think. Did you ask me that question? Yeah. Uh, as a woman, purpose focused questions. Thank you, Eddie. I'll take First Chronicles 4, 9 through 10. I remember that. First Chronicles. Okay, I got you. Prayer, uh, faith, prayer, lifestyle. Hey, Coach, God bless you from San Diego. Thank you for watching. We're glad to have you. Uriah, what's up, family? Coach Ezzy, what's going on, fam? Hope you will. Hope you well. Thank you, Coach Josh. You have that book. Okay, good. A lot of questions in there. A lot of questions. I'm thinking about doing a part two to that book because that book's been written for like six years. And I have a lot of good, great points that I want to add to it. So I'm definitely going to do a part two for sure. God's girl says, ask purpose questions first. That's awesome. I like that. That's right. That's right, cuz. Ask purpose questions first. Before you ask personal questions, ask purpose questions. Ray Chu says, my wife suffers from panic attacks. Fearful thoughts coming to her, coming to her and out of the blue. How do I protect and comfort? Great question. Well, the first thing you do is to make sure you don't panic. You don't panic. So in the meantime, as she's in between panic attacks, if that's if that's what's going to happen, you make sure that your faith is solid. Make sure that your faith is solid so when you don't panic, you can encourage her by your faith. You can encourage her through her strength. Um, number two, you got to gauge whether or not she's ready to be washed with the word because you don't want to go in there uh, word washed heavy because that's might, that might cause uh, too much panic uh, it might cause unnecessary anxiety to be too heavy on her. So what I would do is when no, when your spouse are in seasons of attack or seasons of anxiety, that's when you begin to go deeper into your spiritual development, go deeper into your prayer life, go deeper to you and God so that you can be a resource by which the source of God's power can flow through to be able to support her. Number two, begin to ask the Holy Spirit, what are any demonic spirits that are involved? What are type of demonic spirits involved? What are some open doors that my wife has so that you can go in private to, uh, to attack the demons publicly so that you'll be able to come against those demonic spirits that's praying against her mind. And you can find clues by what she's being uh, anxious of, right? So if it's job related, if it's money related, if it's a, a, a disease or whatever it is, then you can begin to go deeper in your prayer life and talking to God to find different points of spiritual warfare tactics to be able to help. Here's a good book I think will help you, fam, when it comes to spiritual warfare. World War Me is a great book on spiritual warfare, and it's a book that talks heavily about the spiritual, uh, about the whole armor of God and how to execute them. I think that book will help you. Now, you said fearful thoughts come into and her. Well, you got to be able in sweet in moments to be able to um, hold her, talk to her, but in the meantime, begin to assure her that we as believers no need to have no need to be afraid. Thirdly, and most importantly, you have to be patient with her. Be patient. And, and there's going to be some times where you're going to be aggravated, but you got to be patient. 
because because she may have to fight through this journey and build her faith on her own if she's not willing to uh, um, get along with what you're trying to provide as a as a husband, right? And so, how do you protect her? Um, have the word plan around the house. Uh, um, pray for her as often as you can. Uh, I'm more introverted, so for me, I pray very heavily in private. And maybe I need to do more better with as far as praying. Uh, over her publicly, and I do pray over her, don't get me wrong, but as far as privately, I, that's where I really go to war, is when I'm by myself and whatnot, right? Uh, but but uh, pray over her, um, make sure you create a sweet environment in the home, when those moments do occur, uh, whenever she opens up to you, be prepared to wash her gently with the word. Hope to help, family. Stephanie Marie said, that's spot on. Thank you a ton. You're so welcome, Stephanie. Stephen Jackson says, how do you stop loving your ex? Great question. Uh, facts over feelings. Facts over feelings. You got to begin to uh, write down factually why there should be no love. You got to write down a list that will help you shove your love. Shove your love away from that, that person, right? Because sometimes you just got to be able to get facts. Facts written out on black and white. Keep erases the unnecessary colorful emotions on the inside. Colorful emotion on the inside, love is colorful. All these feelings that be so colorful and bright and they bring you into unnecessary light. But when you begin to see it on black and white, you begin to see the facts in their raw, in their rawness, right? And so in the, it's going to take you some time to get over your ex. But first things first is forgiveness. If you lost your ex because of you, then you got to just count your losses and be like, you know what? What can I learn from this? What can I earn from this? And let me forgive myself. If it's something they did and they showed you themselves, take, take inventory of that. How do they treat you? How do they respect you? Write the facts. Write out all the facts of their acts. How do they act towards you? How do they treat you? Were they mentally manipulative? Were they narcissistic? Write down the facts of their character, not their color. Not talking about the color of the skin. We're talking about their charisma. Most people, you, we get so caught up in the charisma that we forget about the character. You got to assess that man's character, not that man's charisma. You got to assess that woman's charisma, not that man's, not that woman's uh let me make sure I'm start over. You got to make sure you assess that person's character, not their charisma. Character is character. Character is who they are in the play. Character is who they are in the movie. Character, 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 character. Never get so caught up in a person's charisma. Their charisma is colorful. Their character is black and white. And sometimes we overlook the character, get so caught up in the charisma that we, that we end up caught up in all these unnecessary emotions. So in order to stop loving your ex, you got to write down um, the character traits of your ex, the facts of your ex, and then begin to write down what you need for next. In the meantime, in all of that, I want you to write down all the things you can learn from that relationship. Learning is different than losing. I'm not a loser. I don't lose. I learn. Right. And so before, because the problem is, the reason why we don't learn and then earn, we continue to burn with emotion. you got to put that burning out by learning from it, understanding that the door is closed. There's nothing else that I can benefit from this. And, and it's time to go to my next. And last but not least, you must understand that he or she cannot compare to the one that God has for you. Right now, you're going through a little painful experience and you're like, man, could there ever be someone better than? 
Or am I ever going to be able to receive one better than? You got to begin to understand God who loves you and has great and his best things for you. That will kind of help you get over loving your ex. Daughter of Zion says, thank you, coaches. Definitely trials. Got you. So trials will help you last a while. Uh, James 1, 2 through 4 will be a benefit to you. Um, count it all joy when go through various trials or meet trials of various kinds, knowing this and the testing of your faith produces patience and patience when it's had or she has had her perfect work. Uh, you will be complete, whole and lacking in nothing. Chew through that. And I, I promise you, you'll be well in the meantime. Let's keep going. I'm going to get up out of here. Uh, Crystal Gray said, that's great. Thank you for watching, Crystal. Princess says, how to overcome loneliness during a breakup. Um, breakup leads to build up. Sometimes God allows, God does allow, creates breakups so that you can be built up. Um, there's a difference between build up and built up, right? Let me make sure I make that clear. Breakups leads to you being built up. The issue is a lot of us, when we get broken up, we start building up unnecessary emotions versus giving ourselves time to be built back up, right? To be built up. And so how to overcome loneliness is realizing that you're never alone. God is a present help in a time of trouble. He's near the brokenhearted. Right. So if your heart is broken, you got to focus on the one who's more tangible, who's more there than anybody else that could be there for you. Right. And so you overcome loneliness by rejoicing that you have more time, that you have more time to create. You have more time to grow. You got more time to develop. And in the meantime, you got time to heal. You got time to really feel out all your different feelings and get down to the root reason that even put you in that particular season. Right. And loneliness is being alone is different than being lonely. Loneliness is the mental overly indulgence mentally of, of the fact of being alone. Being alone means I'm just by myself. But are you really? You're never alone. You have the Holy Spirit there. So you overcome loneliness by thanking God that you are have that you are broken up. Number two, you ask God to build you up. Build yourself up in your most holy faith. Develop you into the person you need to be. And then focus on the person you need to be to be with the person that God has for you. You have a great opportunity to grow. You have a great opportunity to develop. You have a great opportunity to learn and earn. And then, like I told, told your brother up above, um, find the facts. And this book right here for both of you, all, I think, would be a great resource for y'all. Facts over feelings. This book will help you find that healing. Facts over feelings will help you find that healing you need and give you the system and tools you need to overcome those feelings so you can find the facts so you can get back to feeling what God has put you down here to do. Daughter of, the, of Zion says, thank you, coach. It's for sure testing. Got you. I've decided to stand on faith in God leading my life. It's been testing ever since. That's how it is. That is how, that's how it is. Crystal Gray says, what are some examples of purpose questions? Where do you see yourself in 10 years? Um, how do you feel? Uh, what do you what do you feel like you're called to do? Uh, what do you what, uh, what do you think God wants you to do down here? Uh, what do you what is your uh, uh, plan or ideas for generational uh, wealth? Uh, uh, what are your thoughts about legacy? Uh, uh, when, if you were to die today, what would you be most remembered by or remembered of? Um, uh, those type of questions. Where do you see yourself five, 10 years from now? Um, uh, what do you see yourself doing in 10 years? Uh, what do you feel like you're called to do? What do you feel like you're uh, here to do? Because those questions let you hear whether or not that person is even ready for you, or is even ready. Because if they don't have a clue of their purpose and it's vague, visions are never vague. Wow. Visions are never vague. When a person has a vision, there's no vagueness to it. 
It's vision. I clearly see what it is that I want to do. I know what I'm supposed to do. If you're vague, do not look for bay. If you're vague, you're not ready for bay. And what that means is you got to be a person of vision. And if that man doesn't have a clear vision of what he is here to do, how can he clearly see you? Hope to help. Because Savaya says, boy, I know I butchered that. Give me one second, my bad, y'all. But I might have got the, I might have got it right. All right. <clears throat> Last question I gotta go. Maybe uh, one or two questions I gotta go. <clears throat> Kesavaya says, Coach Jazzy, I hope all is well. All is well. Thank you. How do I let God intervene my life? I feel so far away and hopeless at times. Hopelessness and distance is determined by our perspective. God is not far away. We're just mentally away. The moment your mind begins to become more aware of who God is and how God operates and how close he is, then you'll begin to see that God is not far away. So what you do is just talk to him. Never allow your sins. Never allow temptations. Never allow condemnation. To, to, uh, to keep you from opening your mouth to God. The number one thing the devil does is close our mouths, closes our minds and closes our mouths and make us think that God is not listening and God doesn't care, but God does. So what I would do tonight is just say, God, are you there? He's there, but that's your heart just crying out. God, are you there? If you're there, please, please reveal yourself to me. And then let the tears flow and then just talk to him. Whatever that's been going on with you, talk to him. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your heart and mind by Christ Jesus. And you'll be like, man, God, you there. Hope that. Last question. Jesus took our sins. I have shared the gospel plus prayed, uh, plus pray with my niece that is eight and she loves Jesus. But her parents are getting suspicious and are letting her sleep over. They all know I'm a Christian and I evangelize to them. What should I do? Even she knows they are suspicious and tells me not to mention God in front of them. Well, the thing, the number one thing they cannot stop is your prayers for her in, in private. And so that's demonic resistance. And so to carefully navigate that because parents can really close that door. So what I would do is, see my air quotes, Respect their wishes. Respect their wishes to open the door, to keep the door open for you to be a light. I will close my lips, but I won't close my light. All right. Evangelize through your life, because what you don't want to do is pin up an eight year old daughter against their parents because the parents didn't have power to keep you completely closed off to her. Right. So the wisest thing I would do is is. Just keep being a light because they can they cannot shut off your light. But if your lips, because some people evangelize too hard, some people, they talk too much. Some people are not talking what's fit for the occasion. Some people are not uh, giving grace to the hearer. They're they're just they're just zealous and they're they're zealous creates jealous. And you see what I'm saying? And so what you do, you could be talking so much. Right. And doing too much that it makes the parents uncomfortable. So what you got to do is kind of tone down um, your evangelism through your lips and increase the evangel through your life. And then you'll have more time to be able to be a witness. 
And so just respect their whatever they whatever they want, man. And um and continue to be that light. But sometimes we can talk too much and become a nuisance and and, and all that kind of stuff. God gets the glory, princess. God gets his wisdom. I'm borrowing it. Thank you for that. God gets the glory. Sean, what's up, my boy? Last question. I got to go. Hey, Mr. Ezzy, I'm going to watch the live over. I just got home from spending time with my dad. In anyway, I will watch it. Oh, no problem, Sean. Thank you for watching, my brother. Thank you, man. Love y'all. Pray y'all was blessed by this. Make sure you check out. If you need one-on-one -on -one culture, like, man, I need help in my relationships. I need help in my spiritual development. I need help in my singleness purpose and branding or whatever it is. I need to talk to you, coach. I need to get a one-on-one -on -one session with you. If this is you, make sure you go ahead and book your coaching session. I'll go ahead and post the links so that you guys can have the opportunity to click right now. And if you say, hey, man, just let me know your budget for, for one coaching session or multiple coaching sessions. Let me know your budget and then I'll customize based upon your budget a coaching session for you. Uh, and we'll talk and, and I'll I'll give you the best that I can give you for sure and help you coaching in any one of your situations. Also, if you're looking for a book to help you find the facts uh, in your feelings with behind your feelings, here's a great book there. If you're looking for a book to help you hold the important things better, you're just looking for a good journal to have to help you grow in the things of God, great book there, uh, The Holders Journal. But if you're looking for a book to help you understand the purpose of your signals and how to maximize this book, The Purpose of Signals will be a great resource for you. Dating Preps, a great book right here to help you either end the wrong relationship or extend the right one, great resource there. If you're looking for a book to help you discern better what's in front of you to just determine whether it's a counterfeit or a counterpart, here's a great book here, Counterfeit or Counterpart. If you're looking for a book to help you better understand soul ties and strongholds and how to untie them, uproot them. Here's a great book there. Also, if you're looking for a good children's book to help young people discover the art form and help them be able to articulate it for the glory of God. Here's a great book here called As He Says. Also, check out my book on spiritual warfare, a um, book that helps you better understand uh, spiritual warfare and the whole armor of God. We have T-shirts on our website and um, ways for you to support our YouTube channel and meet what me and my wife are doing in the school system and also creating resources for you all. You can do so on my website, imunplug.com. I love you all. Y'all be blessed. You're so welcome, Dora. Thank you, uh, Dora. Thank you so much for watching. I love you all. Y'all be blessed. I'll catch y'all next time, probably noon tomorrow. Love you all. Peace.